Hello, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to a dropless episode. Um, and you're probably wondering why is it dropless? It's because we're on the road. Um, Wit wanted to go to the casino because um, he's he needs money bad. He made some bad porn decisions. And I'm not going to go into what the, that means, but he made some bad porn decisions. Porn decisions that Rod, the, these were porn tips that Rod gave him. Yeah, this was just some of my advice for him. Mm-hmm. Some stuff I thought he should check out. Some people would say advice. Some other people, you originally would say porn tips. I said this di- this stuff is going to get you real hard and you're going to jack off good. And how much are you down with? Financially? Yeah. Because of this, these porn tips? 35 grand. Yeah, from all and I've gotten I've jacked off so many times. <laughs> That's a Hyundai Santa Fe. I jacked in my jeans. What? Yeah, I've been jacking in my jeans. Just get the back of the jeans real dirty. Back of the jeans. How are they get in the back of the jeans? The ins- I guess the inside. Oh yeah, inside my jeans are. I'm sorry. Hard. I said back, and I meant. Are you are you buttoned up and zipped up while you're? Yeah, yeah. This? I'm just great scratching it. You know what I mean? Scratching the denim. I'm raw rubbing. <laughs> you, got, you catch me? Yeah. Catch what I'm saying? Remember that weird feeling you get in your groin when you're climbing a pole? Yeah. Is it something like that? Yeah. Yeah, just like that. That's what I've been doing because I've been watching the porn and driving around town. Yeah. You've been watching and driving? Watching and driving, dude. Seems dangerous. Well, because you're, like, you're driving Lyft lately because you know the, all, much, all the money that the you hole want. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds of good porn. Uh, girl, I usually type... So I used to, before Rod gave me all these tips, I would type in Victoria's Secret style girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting... Getting fucked. I would type in panties and such. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'd type in bra bras... Yeah, panties, fucking... You, yeah. Hair down, of course. Yeah. Just yeah. Googling Sears catalog. Well, and then Looking I... Looking for know, any kind of bra. It just It's a nice little gateway to get in your nut. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's um, like a natural way to do it. Yeah, so anyway, I gotta get that money. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's your, how much are you playing with tonight? 100 bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. And I'm gonna get that. What is, got, is this a real or a Patreon? Who knows at this point? I guess it should be a real, right? Because well, it's still a real. Yeah. And then the, on the way back can be well, Patreon. Yeah, well, Patreon. Well, that's when we'll be looser and wilder. Yeah, that's when we'll either be real happy or real sad. Yeah. yeah so the truth be told, I'm gonna probably play tonight with 200 bucks. Right. I'll do some slot machines and I'll go to blackjack and go back and forth between blackjack and roulette. And I'm hoping I win. Mm-hmm. My goal tonight is to win $100. That would be sweet. What about you? Remember the last time that we went to the casino? Yeah. We saw Rod talking to someone um, at the casino, and he was far away. We couldn't really hear what he was asking, the person that worked at the casino. And when he got done asking the question, the girl pointed at a slot machine. And then Rod got really upset and started punching the slot machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came up to him and was like, he was like, I was like, why are you so angry? And he goes, I didn't say slot machine. I said, where's the slot machine? Yep. Remember that? Yeah, and he held out his fist, waiting for a fist bump from both, either of us. And I gave it because I didn't want to. I didn't you want to cause a scene. I, I did get a fist. Wit still owes me a fist bump from that. Well, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I respect well, I need, women. I do need my fist bump, though. All right, well, 
I'm not doing that. I'm gonna get it. Okay. You're gonna get it, dude. I'm Listen. gonna get my fist bump. You don't want you don't want him to cause a scene, dude. So what's your what's your game plan here? I know we've done an episode like this before, so I'll make this short. Well, I just said my game plan. What's yours? Uh, blackjack and roulette. How much are you taking out of the ATM? Uh, one hundred dollars. All right. What are you trying to win? Um, one hundred dollars. All right. You're trying to just leave with a hundred dollars, Clay? Trying to double my money, but I'm trying to double it and also have a good time. And I'm not... just trying to have fun. Yeah. All right, but really, what's your what's your game plan, Ron? I'm going to play some slot machines. I think I'm going to go and uh, probably do some blackjack. Maybe I might even try doing some uh, vid- video poker. Yeah. That's I saw a guy talking about how video poker is the best the best bet What's on f- YouTube. Oh, yeah. I, I follow a guy on YouTube. His name is like Degenerate something. Um, he's a poker player. Uh-huh. But whenever he's like in between like poker games, he's always playing video poker, and sometimes he wins a crazy amount of money. That's cool. Yeah, and I mean most of the time he loses a lot of money. He's yeah, I mean that TikToker that somebody sent us, Buddy sent us. Bud sends a Bud sends us the greatest gambling TikTokers. Yeah, and, and do you think that guy he just loses he'll lose 40 grand on a slot machine in 10 minutes yeah and <laughs> he, he's always so surprised like this never has happened to him before he's just like what the he's hell just rich and uh, i don't i have no i mean there's probably he's there's probably some generational wealth involved into this hobby i mean if i was really rich i get you'd ha- i'd have to lose a lot of money to feel it i think yeah right so 40 grand is probably like where he's like oh oops that's like me losing 100 bucks yeah. That makes me Which, sick. it's so funny, I'm about to go and lose $100, man. I'm just totally fine with it. Makes me sick. Yeah. What's the greatest night of poker, or greatest night of gambling in your life? Can you tell me what? Um, yeah, probably, uh, that one night in, um, Reno, when I played that slot machine and I hit a jackpot and then I hit another jackpot and then I did the doubled it all in roulette <laughs> dude remember in Vegas oh boy sorry this is so fun gambling talk gang it's just we are really we get really jazzed when it comes to gambling we love to gamble I love that it's stuff. a big deal for us it's really big so I mean this might not be your episode but gang I don't know um remember that when you went to Vegas we went to Vegas and instantly, Wit just had a streak. We started at a Willy Wonka game, and he was like doing a st- he was doing some uh, a comedy festival there or a music festival that had a comedy tent. Oh yeah, where I got COVID. Where you got COVID for the second time, or third? Who knows? Second. Second. And um, you were just like from the get go. You were like on such a good streak, and then we the next day we continued gambling. And the streak continued. Oh, we went to Hooters. We went to Hooters, and you were just hitting. And so, like, you were you were playing a game. You were playing a big Buffalo game. Yeah. And on the other side, I was like, fuck, what's really hitting it right now? Let me play on the other side. Like, I'm going to go to the other side of the exact game and play, like, 20 bucks to see what happens. And I lose it instantly, and then Bud does it too. And Bud's been losing just nonstop while you're just winning and winning. And then eventually you go to a James Bond game. Yeah. And I think the IP was a little too expensive because they need to make their money back on the IP. So 
I think what no what happened was Wit instantly hit like another hundred and thirty dollars, and he was like close to getting to six hundred, which was his goal. Oh, he yeah. he one time gambled and lost six hundred dollars, and it really stuck with him. And so yeah, in my history of gambling, I'm down six hundred bucks. And you want to be even. Yeah. And you were like basically there at one point, even though like technically you weren't. You were still like forty dollars away. But once you were forty dollars away, you went downhill fast. Yep, I lost it all. Yeah, you just kept hitting that button because you're like, "It's coming. It's gonna do the thing again, and I'm gonna get back up." Yeah, but it didn't, and I went down two dollars at a time or something like that, from six hundred all the way to fucking zero. Rod, can I guess your greatest gambling night? Yeah, it was your birthday. Few years ago, few years ago, few few years ago, you sat down and instantly won like what six hundred dollars or something. I that was like four hundred. But then there was another time. I think it was the first time we ever went to a casino as friends. Oh, on eBay. Yeah, with on the eBay game? on the eBay game with oh, Brock. Dude, remember? that was so good. And I sat down there for one second, and I instantly won six hundred dollars. And I was like, I guess I'm just done. So we were there for like another two hours, but I didn't gamble anymore at all. I just left with 600 bucks. And then the next time we went... And we, then... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. And then the second the second one is definitely that birthday night where I also sat down at one machine while everybody was withdrawing cash. And I hit the button one time and I won $400. Yep. God, you love to see it. And the next time, though, the second time we went to the casino after you won the first time on the eBay game, we all ran to the eBay game, and it had four seats, and there was five of us, and our friend Bobby didn't get a seat, and then we hit, <laughs> and we all got the same jackpot. <laughs> and then every time we, I went gambling with Bobby afterwards, she goes, where's the eBay machine? And I go, that's not a thing. That was yeah, a yeah. special. That was like, that fucking rocked. It's so fun to, like, win with your friends. Dude, when, it, how many times do you think we've been to Morongo? Like like 10 times, probably? I mean, we started first going before we even knew who Rod was. No, we didn't. I didn't. Me and Brock went uh, when we lived in um, Mar Vista. Oh, that's cool. You never went? You didn't go with me uh-huh. and Brock? Have you ever been gambling with Brock in L.A.? Nope. Uh. Yeah, you went that one time. No, I wasn't there the first time. You weren't there the first time? No, because I always had to work. I, I had to um, work at night because me and Clay alternated shifts. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. right. First time I went gambling with a friend was Bobby, and I got home from work around 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, and he was like, you want to go to Vegas? I go, sure thing, pal. And I got in the car, and I went. It was fun. And we were so tired on the way back, we had to sleep in the desert. Yeah, me and Bobby, I would, so when I first started gambling, it was when I was 18, we could go to the Chumash Casino. So me and Bobby, we would take the bus that was mostly for the employees of the Chumash Casino. We'd take the bus there, and the bus, and once you were there, you had to be there for three hours, because the bus did not leave until, until three hours later, it's going back. So we'd go at like midnight and get home at like four and we only would have like $40 between us so we would lose the money instantly and then have to just come home have to just kind of sit around a casino walking around that's great though <laughs> dang <laughs> absolutely ripped I first started gambling I think with my parents 
and which is my greatest night of gambling. Really? What? Yeah, I played blackjack with my mom and dad, and they would just tell me what to do, and I won. And then I went to a uh, a slot, and they told me what to do, and I won again. Oh, playing blackjack with your mom that one time in Vegas was, was fun. really fun. Won, yeah, I think one of the most fun blackjack experience. I think because it was also a a very rare five dollar table. And also remember, yeah. we went to Vegas to film something, not knowing my parents were. They, <laughs> my parents used to be a traveling band, basically selling dick pills across the country. Selling and, dick pills to gas stations. And it yeah. just so happened we were like, I was, I texted them like, "What's going on?" And they were like, "Oh, we're in Vegas." And I was like, "What the?" Well, this was deuce? the beginning. So that was when your parents had started this new chapter of their lives, and I remember that was the first time we had seen them since that the news broke that they were gonna leave Alabama and all this stuff and I remember thinking like oh they got it all figured out right they're having a blast celebrating their new life (laughs) it's a crazy life (laughs) it really took them everywhere I mean took them to Ohio where my brother helped my dad sell dick pills for a little bit and then it took them to like Niagara Falls they were just like everywhere they did a whole fucking US tour of selling these damn dick pills to gas stations yeah it's wild, dude. I guess somebody has to sell those dick pills. I'd never really thought about it. I never. I want to try one of those dick pills. One. I don't know what it is. It supposed to make your dick hard or bigger? I don't know. Or is it just a scam? Maybe it's a combination should, of the two. Dad. Yeah, maybe get your dad to sell us some dick pills. Yeah. You think he still does hey, that? Papa, you got any more of those dick pills? Left? No, my dad doesn't do that. I mean, they they stopped doing that. For, I think they had a falling out. Who? I mean, it's like also like. Guy? My parents would get jobs that, like, required a shitload of work, and it was, like, all commission, and they never paid. My dad did have a thing a little bit where he was selling ATMs to uh, weed shops to where he would get a commission if every time the people used the ATM. And it would just, like, got him no money eventually it, until it did. Like, even it just took, like, two years for it to come. I mean, like, the money is, like, nothing really but it's like for my parents it's a lot right yeah that was a good time remember when we gambled in Alabama and lost immediately and or remember on the way to the doing the uh, film the, the golden one in Alabama and I I was like we were trying to film stuff for the opening credits montage and yeah, so we I put like, every cent that I had onto uh it was like we were just off the tin or something on the way there it's like I think it was our first night in New night. Mexico yeah it was in New Mexico it was our, our first night and the whole thing with Wit doing this is like he had no money he was going it like we wanted to use his car for the special and so which required us to drive there and you didn't have any money and so you're like well I'll just like gamble everything the first night make the money and then I'll spend that money so just so I can just have enough to like live in Alabama um, I lost it and all. you lost it all which led to me lending you $300 five seconds before you got on stage <laughs> because of an overdraft that you didn't want to uh, get an overdraft fee yeah that was really fun yeah it was great <laughs> that was pretty dark yeah, I mean, another dark time I had is I was dating somebody who was working in Vegas, and and um, I went there to have this, like, trip with her. Can I get you, I guess who it is? Yeah. Gillette? Huh? Pin Gillette. It was Pin Gillette. Okay. Oh, you dated Penn? Yeah. He works in Vegas. 
That's true. And um, is he related to Pencil Gillette? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. We're gonna hold for a laugh on that one. <laughs> so we were supposed to be having this romantic, fun time, but while she would be doing her job during the day, I was in the casino losing so much money. Yeah. And I went completely broke being there, and I I had to start like pulling cash out of all my credit cards and shit. Had the darkest private secret dark time in Vegas. And um That's what spirit spurred the six hundred dollars that you're trying to win. Yeah. Next time we went that's to Vegas. That's the six hundred dollars you need to win today. Yeah. And that this has been I think that was like five or so years ago. Right. So it's been five years that I've been trying to get this six hundred bucks. <laughs> I after I lose the money, to me, it's just gone. Like, I had my fun, and that's it. Man. I mean, I'm sure I've won, but I don't remember winning you since then. I you know I've broken rem- even, and I know I won 100 bucks well, remember last the, time we gambled. Remember the one time? This is my favorite gambling story, even though it really doesn't have... I didn't really gain anything from it, except for a great experience. Which is when we went to Morongo with Anna... And you lost all your money. And on the way there, I was watching a YouTube video of, like, internet or gambling schemes and This is even before the Vegas thing. Yeah. And... I lost 400 bucks. (laughs) You lost $400. And I was like, you know what? What? How about we give this little technique a try? And we did it. And you won all your money back. Yep. And then we had this great idea to make a $5,000 movie, and we would do it by taking our power violence money and gambling with it. Yeah, the money we'd make at the, sh- the live show, we would go and gamble it right the next day. Yeah. Uh, doing this system called the Martingale system that Clay had learned about. Where you basically do a bet, and if it doesn't land, you double the bet until it does land, and then you start back to a small bet. And the movie that we were trying to figure out had a a guy explaining the martingale system to a character and so we thought oh this is a great this is this would be great press yeah it's like to make this movie it's a movie about someone who made money through gambling and we and we got the budget from the movie through gambling yeah and uh we went there uh two times and lost no no we went there two times and won a small amount of money oh okay and we went there a third time and lost it all. Yeah. And then we, I think we went one more time just to double check. Yeah. And we lost again. We were going a lot. There was yeah. like one... There was like a week where we went like three times in a row. Yeah. We like went like three times like back to back to back. And that was when I started singing that song about Rod all the time that I could, we can't remember. <laughs> it was like, your name Tony? My name Tony. My name Tony. Your name Rod. Your name Rod. My name Tony. My name Tony. But I can't remember it. Yeah, it's like, it was something like that, but my name Tony. (laughs) Yeah, that was like a, that was truly the the most I'd ever been to a casino in a week is probably that, that one like week where we just kept going. Yeah. And this is like an hour and a half drive. This is like, this, this is like three hours total in your day. Just driving there. It's really something. I mean, I've it? stayed. I stayed in Vegas for a week one time. Well, Staying that's just in too Vegas long. Is, is too much. 
A week is too long. Three I think days, I was at I the think. Bellagio, and I was with my family, and none of them gamble. Well, they were there for Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, we were there to see Jerry Seinfeld, which was great. Yeah. But uh, so they would just chill out all day in their hotel room and wait to go to the uh, get dinner at some fancy restaurant. And uh, so I would gamble, try to like slowly gamble, and I lost. It was miserable. Lost all my fucking money again. Yeah. I guess I've lost a lot. Yeah. But, but dude, it's hard because it's hard because it's like it's fun, and every time we hear a gambling story, like whenever I listen to Howard Stern and Artie would tell his gambling stories, or like um, what's his name, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson has a great gambling story. Well, how you much just does get, he end up winning? You get so charged he wins up, like one hundred and ten thousand dollars. He was trying to win like eighty thousand dollars, and he ended up like one hundred and ten, one hundred and ten or something. It's an incredible story. God damn. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, I I remember saying that it was awesome sauce. It was a whole big bowl of awesome sauce. Is what I said yeah. at the time. Yeah, I just want one of those nights. I want to be a scumbag gambler so bad well, who sits at a blackjack table and just fucking. But to do that, you have to be willing to put a lot of money on the line. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I think it's like, almost there. I just want to be ripping cigs. It, and fucking sitting at that blackjack table, ripping cigs like this, and laughing with the the start of that dealer. Louis Anderson story is that he he's he at the bicycle lost like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, he lost forty thousand at bicycle, or however much, and then fucking got in a car and drove to Vegas, knowing that he has a job back in L.A. at like eight in the morning. Yeah, he has like a big Seven Eleven commercial, like a national commercial that will get him. More money than that. <laughs> but he was determined to get back the money that he already spent. But he wanted to win it back gambling. <laughs> yeah, dude. My whole thing now when I go on tour and if I'm at a place where there's a casino and I'm playing out of town, I try to I try to win the amount that I'm getting paid for the festival or for the show. Right. And then I'm like, I feel like double than like this is awesome like which I've only I've never done other than that first time I did it in Reno with all of y'all yeah that was a wild night <sighs> yeah that was a wild experience I remember going up there we went there in like April I think yeah and there's and a blizzard and there's a blizzard and we we're like we didn't know this was gonna be a part of this <clears throat> and that drive is way longer than we thought it was gonna be yeah and we like we we started seeing snow, and we're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And then we got no, we got no. Um, slept in a place where like Huey, Dewey, and Louie would sleep at. Yeah, three beds. Just <laughs> it was four, three beds. It was like yeah. four beds in a line. It was like a shotgun room. And we had to wake up the guy who ran the motel, and it he might as well have walked out with a lantern and a big long <laughs> sleeping hat. <laughs> <laughs> one one of those like candles with a little yeah. with a little yeah. handle on it. Yeah, <laughs> so you could put out the. My candle. man looking like don't wake daddy. <laughs> don't wake don't wake daddy looking ass. <laughs> what's the sleeping cap for? You know, yeah, what is it? Keep your hair clean or something? I don't know. I don't know. Should I be wearing one? I hate stepping on it every time I wake up though. You ever have that problem? Yeah, stepping on the little ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the cap. Where are y'all wearing to sleep when you when you go to sleep? I I'm, I wear my Hanes and a, a t-shirt. 
I'm just yeah. in my underwear. Right, my man. So I was reading that your metabolism starts working faster when you don't where you sleep naked without a blanket because your body is regulating its own heat. What? Yeah. I guess sometimes when it's hot I do that. I don't do that, but I I don't I don't sleep with my dangler out. Why? You don't want it. No, it just getting, doesn't feel right. Getting bit. That doesn't feel right. Could I'm, be bit. I'm like I'm I'm too I'm like almost to where David Cross was in Arrested Development. Was that me? Never nude. Oh, never, never nude. nude. I yeah. mean, like I shower naked, but once I get out of the shower, I'm. Do you still my, uh, put clothes on in the bathroom? Yeah, for the for the most part, yeah. That's crazy. Remember when he? Yeah, he'd put on his clothes while he was still wet. Yeah, Clay would always forget to bring a towel with him or something, and he yeah. would just put his clothes back on. Yeah. Just the but same. he's done that the the whole time I've known him. The same yeah. dirty clothes. You just put. Right I just don't want. I really don't like being naked. I don't like <laughs> being shirtless either. Yeah, you never skated shirtless when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't skate in shorts either. Like that's another thing that I just refuse to do. Like I, I love. I'm trying to even think of you wearing shorts. I wear shorts in the south. Like, when I go back home, I wear shorts because I'm, like, I'm in a new mode. I guess at a pool. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't wear shorts ever. Except for when I'm in the south. Oh, I guess there was a time you wore cut-off shorts. Yeah. That's that's about as crazy as I go fashion-wise. I don't really like wearing shorts either. I don't feel like I look right in them. Yeah. My little legs. You got those long legs. And also sandals? No, not ever. Go out to the beach. I would wear Crocs and socks. You'd before, wear Crocs and socks to the I'd, beach? No, I wear, I wear like my shoes and socks to the beach. And I just take them off when I get to the sand. Right. Even though it's like, it's a real hassle. It's like, a, it's really annoying. I do that in LA. Um, in Alabama, I'll wear. Well, I don't like sandals. I'll just wear some Vans or something with no socks. I mean, I used to wear flip-flops all the time. That's wild, man. When I, there was a period in high school, like senior year, where I would always wear flip-flops. And I hated putting on normal shoes. And then I got to uh, L.A. and I wore flip-flops for like a month. And I would stub my toe on all the shit in the sidewalk and I stopped wearing them. Yeah. But it is a terrible look. It's yeah. a fucking awful look. Especially back then, skinny jeans and... Skinny jeans and flip-flops? It's a terrible guy. I don't know. Baggy jeans and flip-flops? That's not better than skinny either. jeans Well, you hide your flip-flops, but you're probably stepping all over your jeans. <laughs> Dude, that's better than... Anything's better than fucking skinny jeans. I don't jeans know. It's so weird, the people who are hanging on to skinny jeans for dear life. Sometimes there's a certain body type where you would look weird without skinny jeans. Not like there's like there, there's people that wear like straight up like ballet pants. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm just I talking do. about like a a a, a nice uh, skinny jean. I mean, I've been watching this F Boy Island show uh-huh. on HBO Max. The my guys are all wearing these skin tight pants. All the F boys are at least the nice guys have a little better style. It's the show. This show is genius. Do you know the premise? I got no idea what yeah, that is. They're they're frog boys. No, they're talking about fuck boys, which oh. is weird because they ca- they can't say fuck boy, but you can say fuck as much as you want. It's weird. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so 
But I also just learned that you, it's easier to get away with cussing as long as you're not talking about doing a sexual act. Right. So that might be why. Well, they talk about, like, hopping around, right, and being green. Oh, because yeah, the fuckboys are fucking. Right. And, okay, like, this same with, sense. like, What's you can the say point I'm, of the show? Hold on. You can say I'm pissed off, but you can't say I'm going to piss on you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is this for the internet? This is not like... This is for music. These are things I had to cut out of my songs for You had to cut out saying you are going to piss on somebody? I had, I had to cut out saying I'm going to piss on, uh, piss in the bathtub. But anyway, so F-Boy Island is about three girls. There's like 15 guys. Half of them are fuck boys and half of them are nice guys. And... Uh, if whoever's last man standing if it's a fuck boy he gets to keep a hundred thousand dollars and if it's a nice guy then he gets to split it with the girl who picked him okay and the they don't know who's a fuck boy and who's a nice guy is the thing wait wait it's not based on personality personality you like pick who you are once yeah, once you go in, going all right, I'm gonna be like a fuck people get boy. like eliminated. It's not a, it's not assigned to you. It's not like they cast a fuck boy and no. be like you're entering as a fuck boy. No, it's guys going. I am a fuck boy. I'm gonna go get a hundred thousand dollars and just. Why make- would you pick to be a nice guy? Uh, because there's a chance you're gonna last longer. You get a little bit more money. Wait, why would you last longer if it doesn't? If it, if a personality doesn't change at all? Because it, what we've learned is that. They always end up finding out if they're fuckboys. How do they find out? It, they just reveal themselves. They quickly reveal themselves Somehow. as a fuckboy. They reveal themselves. And then there's a challenge halfway through where Can everybody just has you? to say what they are. What? This is show's confusing. It's not. I'm just probably doing a bad so job. So, like, with the circle, it makes sense because you can pick to be a catfish or yourself. And if you're a catfish, the perk is is you get to design the perfect human that is the most desirable. But there's a chance that you might get found out, which is gives hires your risk of being uh, eliminated. Right. You understand? Yeah. Well, this is kind of like that. But, but they but little things happen as the season progresses, to where they can get they can kind of do some detective work to see if they're actually fuckboys so like they go on dates for the first couple episodes and uh and then in the third episode they get access to their instagram the women do yeah but doesn't but the way that you described it is it doesn't matter what their instagram is like you can either choose to be or not to be a fuckboy well no they tell the audience at the beginning of the show it seems like the producers are like okay you're a fuck boy you gotta tell people you're a fuck boy no no the producers go what do you want to be we so like wait let's say you get on the show what would you pick a nice guy or I'd a fuck be boy? a nice guy but why what's the advantage there because they want to find love nice guys want to find love and what wants yeah, to but find like, love you want to find love and you can find love but you can also find love and keep all the money i think nice guys halfway through the season the, uh, the they have to reveal if they're nice guys or fuckboys. So, to oh. the girls, yeah. So then the girls then have to decide, and then they can eliminate them. Yeah, the girls have to the decide case. if they want to eliminate all the fuckboys. Is there a chance that you can be a fuckboy and never announce that you're a fuckboy? No. 
Okay. Uh, then I see you. you get voted off. You know, some of the guys will get voted off because they're weird, and then they have to say whenever they're leaving if they're a nice guy or a fuckboy. Yeah. And but then so this one girl picked nothing but fuckboys were her three guys that she liked, and then she let some of them stay because she's still interested in them. You ever, but, see, you ever see the show Weird Guy? Mm-mm. What's it about? Uh, it's about it's a kind of a reality show where you go into the show and you can pick if you want to be a weird guy or a normal man. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're a weird guy, you're forced to show the girl all the weird adult swim shows that you're into. Oh yeah, and you make them like watch them all. Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And yeah, you make them watch off the air and stuff like that, and yeah. kind of even though if they're not into it, you have to like still. You, yeah, you, you gotta show watch your, the show still. Your meatball tattoo. Yeah. Check out my meat wad. <laughs> meat wad. <sorry. laughs> uh, it's a really good show. That sounds actually really, really good. I do want to watch that show. Yeah. Well, so far with this F Boy Island, um, you know, I'm fascinated with people who are mysterious because I'm not. Yeah. Uh, all of the guys who are mysterious are fuckboys. Right. And all of the guys who are just kind of nice guys, <laughs> normal guys. Are nice guys. Have you seen a whole season yet? I'm halfway through. Just one. Yeah. So you don't know if there's a, a fu- if there if there's a fuck boy who can prevail. Nope, I don't. That's interesting. I'm more interested in the show now because I like the gamification of. I do want to check out fuck. I do want to check out this fuck boy show. It's cool. It's the only reality show I've ever like really. Liked. Do you like competition shows? I love competition shows. I really like The Circle a lot. I tried watching that and I turned it off. No offense. Go ahead. Yeah, I, and then I also I really like we, I liked Weird Guys. I like a I like a British competition reality show because they're just like pleasant to watch. Yeah, yeah. that's true. My problem with Weird well, Guys, well, The Circle is a well. Weird Guys is good because you can either if you're a weird guy you can win half the prize money and the other half in Funko Pops. Right, but what's weird about what's bad about weird guys is, you know right away, that uh, that the guy is weird because he's uh, as soon as he's shown you his adult but swim shows, but it's worth it weird. because there's a chance you can win a Walter White Funko Pop. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know right away if he's a weird guy because he's wearing a, a a pork pie hat or whatever it's called. Yeah, what's that hat called? Pork pie. <sighs> Pork pie or something. Yeah, he's like got a goatee. Yeah, he's got a braided goatee. That sounds like a cool. But I was I was on the show and I was a normal guy who just liked blues rock. Right. And how did you do? Um, I um, I kind of, I kind of forced a girl to listen to um, uh, Delta Blues mm-hmm. for a little too long. And uh, I didn't feel like she was giving Mississippi John Hurt enough attention. And Clay hates that. Well, one guy in F Boy Island got voted off because uh, he got drunk, and he was asking her too many questions about herself. <laughs> like these are the type of women who are like, "This guy is too curious." And then he got voted off, and they're always sad when they get voted off if they're nice guys because yeah. that means. You want more nice guys on the island, and uh, he was a nice guy. Yeah. And his fatal flaw was he when he got drunk, he was really curious about her. <laughs> 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 Me and Major were watching like, wait for real. 
that's his problem? Yeah, you get too <clears throat> curious about somebody. You're I mean, to... he was like kind of just like slurring and like sort of like stumbling around, but he was. As soon as she was like, hold up, talk to me, he was like, how are you? How's your night going? Can I, sh- can I show you how to win the show? Yeah. All right, you're the girl and I'm the guy. Okay. All right. Cool. We're on a date now. S- uh, start scene. All right. What's up? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, how was your day today? Cool. Yeah. They Damn, sell, you're they fine. Sell, they sell beer here? No, they have it for free. Cool, cool. Damn, you fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it'll cut to the her going. I just loved him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Lexus is so fine. There's just something about him that makes me... I don't think he's an artist. Yeah. He's an artist. I have, like, a guitar pick necklace. Dude, that is sick. That has like House of Blues on the pick. And I have flip flops. So. And like people, other people who get voted off are like. They like give the women too much space. Yeah. And it makes them go like. It doesn't seem like you're interested in me. And then their response is always. Oh no, I just like. I, res- I was just trying to respect respect your I'm just letting you do situation. your thing this is weird and they're like oh alright fuck off and they're always nice guys yeah I love TV I love TV too are y'all watching She-Hulk I don't know if that's out yet Attorney no, Law have you guys watched Rehearsal oh yeah we yeah, watched that we're all caught up that's great that's some good stuff classic good stuff that happened to me once I know. You know what I realized with what? that show? Nathan Fielder is kind of a big bowl of awkwardness. He's a weird guy for sure. You ever notice that? Yeah, he would be a weird guy, don't you think? Yeah, I feel like he would be like the type of kid in school who's real awkward. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. He would probably like play like Dungeons and Dragons, or something play. weird like that. Don't say that about somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. That's mean. I'm an angry guy. You don't know that you'd do that. That's true. That's my brand. I can see the casino from here. All right, shit. All right. Let's end this thing because we're about to get go gambling. Get on that Patreon if you want to hear how we did. If you're curious at all how we did and um, if you want to know how a couple of F-boys, uh, how much money they make... We're about we're some f boys about to turn into some g boys. Yeah, me and Claire are f boys. Uh, Wit's actually a nice guy. And G stands for gallon of money. We're nice. gonna get one gallon of money. Yes. So, gang, that's what's going on here. We're gonna uh, join the Patreon to really get down to the bottom of what insane things that we just about to get into, which is probably an hour or two of slot machines and just working our way down to zero dollars. Okay, bye, gang. Bye.